This is The Reality. Hello, welcome to The Reality. So good to be with you once again, sharing the story of a life touched by the reality of knowing Jesus Christ. As you listen up to today's program, you may have some questions or comments. I'd love to hear from you. Write me an email, dudley at surereality.net. Don't worry if you missed that. I'll mention that email address again a little bit later on. Well, today on The Reality, we're meeting magician, comedian, broadcaster and author Steve Legg. Steve first hit the road with a unique and funny blend of daring escapology back in 1988. He's performed in some amazing venues worldwide. Steve is also the CEO and editor of Sorted Magazine, a men's mag that presents the 21st century Christian man as a person of strength and integrity. Steve is an evangelist and shares the message of faith, hope and love through the media and on stage. Sadly, however, Steve Legg has been diagnosed with terminal cancer. I went to see our oncologist. She had tears in her eyes and I thought, this is bad news. Hmm. She said, look, nothing has worked. It's spread to your liver, to your stomach, to your spine and brain. And I said to her, how long have I got? Have I got five days, five weeks, five months, five years? And she said, more like five months. And I went home and I probably cried for three days, but I was aware that I had gigs that weekend and thought, no, I've been called to share the good news in good times and bad. And I chose joy over sadness. When he heard this devastating news, Steve Legg and his lovely wife, Becca, made a bold decision. They would get busy living and busy laughing. Steve Legg tells his story in his book, The Last Laugh, Reflections of a Funny Man with Terminal Cancer. I meet with Steve Legg today via Skype. Steve, we're going to be talking about your personal life in just a minute, but I'd like to begin with uh, your your work life, if I may. Uh, Christian comedian and magician. Is that real magic? Well, I always have to explain to people, I do gigs all over the place, schools, colleges, prisons, universities, out on the streets, theatres, TV studios, and often churches. And I love gigging in churches, because ah. my faith is really important to me. But sometimes when you talk about magic in churches, you get some wallies after the show marching around the car park chanting he's a witch burning um it's not real magic it's yeah. tricks and stuff i do visual parables jesus told stories which he didn't explain after time particularly when he was with unbelievers yeah so i kind of do visual parables fantastic that's amazing that's ex- exciting so you do tricks uh, sleight of hand and, and and that sort of work how long did it take you to to you know get competent in that i've tried a few little tricks in my life but i can never get them right well, do you know what? I've just been doing it so long. I've been 35 years on the road this year. So um, I put new stuff in occasionally. That's always a little bit nerve-wracking, but I always put new stuff in between um, stuff that works really well. So if it's an utter disaster, I can move on and I know something else is coming up that's going to be amazing <laughs> and mind-blowing. So for me, it's just a gimmick. You know, it started as a hobby yeah. as a kid. Wow. Um, but it gets me into places that I would never go if I was just preaching with a big black Bible and a folk guitar. Yeah, <laughs> excellent stuff. Um, I believe you hit the road with a unique and funny blend of uh, daring escapology back in 1988. What is escapology? It sounds a bit scary. Well, that's how I started. It's got nothing to do with eschatology, so um, <laughs> don't, don't be alarmed. It's es- it's escaping from stuff. Okay. Um, you, you will have heard of Harry Houdini, the world's second greatest escape artist. Well, uh, I used to travel... As I said, when I started getting out of handcuffs and ropes and chains and straight jackets, and I would do this dangling upside down from tops oh, of cranes occasionally, <laughs> which was very dramatic. 
and would draw in thousands or well, tens of thousands of people. Wow. And I would use it to speak to people about freedom, how things in our lives tie us up and stop us from being free. Yeah. But I believe only a friendship with Jesus can really set us free to be the people that God intended us to be and uh, works really well. Fantastic. Uh, do you ever get a, 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 perhaps a, a situation where you're trying to get out of these handcuffs, you're upside down and it's just not working? I mean, is, it, is it really scary? Well, it's scary when it's upside down and it's <laughs> raining and, and uh, rain is going up your nose, which, which is something you've never considered until it's happened. I've always managed to get out, um, as I said, for the last probably the last 25 years. It's comedy magic I've been oh. doing. And with the escapes, you just have to say to yourself, look, don't panic. You can do this. Take a breath. Relax. You can get out. <laughs> Has there ever been a case where you couldn't get out and had to cut you out? Nope, always got out at the end. I have fallen off stages and done all sorts of stupid things like that has oh, happened my, to me over the years. Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, you just mentioned, um, and, and I love that analogy, you know, um, an escapologist is tied up in chains and, uh, you know, uh, if we want to get all spiritual on this, you know, sin and, and the world ch- ties us up. What, what, what's your message? As you get out and you say, okay, I'm free. What's your message? Well, I'm free and God can set you free. You know, those things that we do say and think that are wrong um, tie us up. They stop us from being completely free. They stop us from knowing Father God, not an old old man who looks like Father Christmas dressed in a white dress, um, but a brilliant and perfect father. So um, only Jesus can truly set us free so we can know God. So what are the type of things that, that bind us spiritually? Oh, fears, hurts, rejection, sin, all these things. They tie us up. They stop us from being free yeah and so um obviously you're preaching the gospel the good news so do you get to a point where you say okay well this is it this is you know how you can be free how you can be set free jesus came and he was tied to a cross but he didn't stay there he escaped and rose again from the dead you preach the gospel absolutely whenever i can um it's funny these days people aren't so up for that people i go to a lot of churches and they want to be more seeker sensitive and light and fun which i'm happy to do because i go to churches to serve churches and uh, but i love introducing people to jesus and over the years seen tens and tens of thousands come to know jesus because it is good news so where are some of the places that you've you've performed and ministered perhaps outside of church steve oh man well on the, in prisons hundreds of prisons on the streets um probably 30 different countries all across the world um South America, um, South Africa, which I love, Kenya. Oh, man, you name it, all across Europe. Wow. Been to crazy places like Kyrgyzstan that's very difficult to spell. <laughs> um, <laughs> Serbia, the Ukraine, amazing times. Everywhere we go, uh, it's fun. Wow. I had an opportunity to preach on the street not too long ago, but, boy, did we come under, you know, abuse, people walking past shouting abuse at us. Do you ever get that? Do you know what? I don't because I have a lot of fun and I, I I wouldn't shout abuse, but I'm not a fan of people who go out on the streets and preach doom and gloom and bad news. Um, the gospel's good news. So I have fun. I involve people. I normally pick on the biggest, meanest looking man and bounce off him and have some fun. And people enjoy it. And we can draw even in the UK crowds of four or five hundred people. And I entertain them and I preach the gospel and I I do all sorts of crazy stuff. So the reception's been amazing on the streets. I think it's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, 
What is the funniest thing? What is your favourite funny story, Steve Legg? Well, I'll tell you, it, it, it's funny and it's crazy, really. It was in Mexico City. I was there. Um, it, it was Halloween time and it was the Day of the Dead, this occult festival that they celebrate, particularly in, in uh, Mexico. And um, we were in a great big park and there was a massive marquee and there was some very weird stuff going on in there. And I asked if I could perform on stage. I explained I was from London. Well, I'm not from London, I'm from the South Coast, but you say London hmm. and you've worked with the BBC. It opens doors, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So I ended up, it was many years ago when I was still escaping and I escaped out of a straitjacket and there were people in black robes on the stage with me and there was a, a coffin um, and I had a photo taken, sat on the coffin at the end of it. And it was all very bizarre. But um, I performed and I preached the gospel. And I said, who wants to meet the Lord of life on the Day of the Dead? Wow. And 200 people came forward Fantastic. and became Christians. And it was so amazing. They invited The organisers invited me back the following year. And I was on the posters as well. A Christian at an occult festival. I think that's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is, you know, it smacks of God's humour. Um, Doesn't it just? I, I, I've discovered God's humour is irony. He's ironic. Yeah. You know, and irony can be really funny sometimes. He says to an old man and an old woman, you're going to have a child and he's going to be the father of the saviour of the world. You know, Abraham yeah. and, and Sarah. And uh, they thought it was so funny they named their child Laughter. Yeah, that's God's humor. You know, what do you what do you feel about the humor of God? Can we expect God to laugh? Oh, yeah. Well, Jesus was hilarious. You know, the stories he told, I'm sure people were rolling around with laughter. Laughter is wonderful. Laughter is wonderful medicine. Laughter sets people free when I'm gigging. You know, I often have people come up at the end who've been suffering with depression and all sorts of sadness in their lives. And they say, look, something broke inside me tonight. This is wonderful. So laughter is great. It certainly is. Uh, the scripture says that he rejoices over us with dancing. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's something we've got to hold on to, eh? Absolutely. Praise God. Well, Steve, you're also involved with a magazine. I believe you're the founder and the CEO of Sorted yes. Magazine. It's a men's magazine in the United it Kingdom. Is. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, it all started 16 and a half years ago. I was in the school playground chatting to my accountant. And I always have to explain, we both had kids at the school. We didn't just meet there to discuss my tax return. Hmm. And uh, he was telling me how his 10-year-old son's mates were bringing lads mags into the playground, some hmm. of these really unhelpful magazines that aren't quite top shelf in newsagents, but pretty close, hmm. Hmm. that really objectify women and are very unhelpful and very sexualized. And he was saying to me, wouldn't it be great if someone started something that was good and wholesome, a Christian men's magazine? And I thought you'd have to be mad to do that. But I felt God nudge me a little bit. And I've always believed that finance follows faith. Hmm. And I didn't have any of the finance for it. And I needed £5,000 to launch this magazine and produce the first one. Wow. And I stepped out in faith and Sorted was born. And uh, next May, June 2024, it'll be our 100th edition. We've been out wow. for 16 years. Wow. We send them free into probably 70 prisons in the UK. Recently, um, Belmarsh prison, a prison, which is a category A prison uh, just outside London, wrote to me saying, you're sending us 80 magazines. Can you send us another 40? Because what? scuffles are breaking out when the magazine arrives. These prisoners are fighting over a Christian magazine. And I'm thrilled with it. And I'm very, very proud of it. And wow. it goes all over the world, uh, mainly God. in the UK. We're in high street news agents. That, that doesn't normally happen with Christian magazines. And 
just so blessed to get stories. I mean, I say to people, if you're scared of evangelism, which most people are, hmm. even professionals, um, you know, a magazine is the easiest thing in the world to leave somewhere in a coffee shop, in a doctor's, in a dentist. That's amazing. So, what are the what are the some of the the articles? Do you do interviews with uh, with men? Is it evangelistic? You know, what's kind of stuff you put in it? Yeah, it's evangelistic, but it's very seeker sensitive. It's not Bible bashy. It's not heavy and preachy. We don't use Christian language. I hate Christian language. Um, I don't like the word testimony because that means nothing to people outside the church. Uh, we have true life, inspirational true life stories. That sounds so much more interesting than sharing a testimony. So we always have a big star on the cover. Many of them are, are believers. So we've had Bear Grylls a couple of times, who's been a great fan of the magazine and has been in every edition since we started. Um, so, so many incredible guests and we have gadgets and we have motoring and we have sport and all that sort of thing as well um yeah it's just a great evangelistic tool that's incredible praise god for that well steve we've been talking a lot about uh, some of your work and uh, your ministry exciting stuff it is we're going to take a little break and get back after this you're listening to the reality Produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. We depend on the generous gifts of our listener to produce this program. You can help reach millions of folks with the sure reality of the message of Jesus by becoming a Sure Reality Vision Partner. To partner with us, please visit the website, surereality.net, and click on Become a Vision Partner. If you've just clicked on in, it's so good to have your company. Perhaps you're listening to our podcast. Indeed, the reality is podcast at the website surereality.net. Well, if you've been listening up and you have some questions, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe a comment or two. Perhaps you need some prayer. Write me an email, if you will, dudley at surereality.net. Email me dudley at surereality.net. I would love to hear from you. Well, today on The Reality, we're speaking to magician, comedian, broadcaster and author Steve Legg. Steve has shared how he uses his natural giftings of entertainment to share the good news of the reality of Christ. Steve started out as an escapologist, that is, somebody who escapes from grueling situations like being tied up in a straitjacket and hung upside down on a crane in the rain. He uses acts like this to share how the grace of God has freed us all from that straitjacket of sin. And decay. The scripture says in Romans chapter 3, reading from verse 23 to 24, For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standards. Yet God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty of our sins. Through Jesus' bondage on the cross and His escape through the resurrection, God has freed us from the penalty of our sins if we call upon the name of the Lord. Well, Steve has shared how he shares this message on stage in auditoriums, in schools, in churches, in prisons, and on the streets. Steve Legg is also the founder and editor of the men's magazine, Sorted. Sorted features real-life stories of men who've come to know the reality of Jesus Christ for themselves. It also features articles on motoring, sports, and other men's interests. Sorted magazine is read all over the world, impacting men with the message of freedom in Christ. Sadly, however, Steve Legg has also been diagnosed with terminal cancer. 
Let's continue chatting with Steve Lake today to discover how he has chosen joy over sadness. Steve, you're a funny man, a funny guy. You're an entertainer. You go, you love to get people laughing and and uh, and happy. Uh, but I believe you got some rather sad news uh, not too long ago, being diagnosed with cancer. How was that? What was that about? Well, I tend to call it challenging news, really, because you good, amazing things have come out of it. Um, yeah, two years ago, my wife noticed a little mark on the underside of my foot. It looked like a tiny little blood blister probably about five five millimetres, didn't hurt or anything. She nagged me. Eventually, I went to see the doctor and to cut a very long story short, it turned out to be a very rare type of skin cancer called mm. acral lentiginous melanoma, melanoma. So nothing to do with the sun, just a rogue gene in my body. And I had one little op and they cut it out, but they found it had spread as cancer does. It oh. went through my lymphatic system into my groin. Uh, I had another larger op on my foot. And there was still traces of cancer in my body. So started on immunotherapy, which is a newish drug because chemo doesn't work with melanoma. And unfortunately, it kept spreading through my body. And April the 17th of this year, I went to see our oncologist. She called us in. She had tears in her eyes. And I thought, this is bad news. Mm. You don't have to be an expert in body language to realize things aren't good. Mm -hmm. And essentially, she said, look, nothing has worked. It's spread to your liver, to your stomach, to your spine and brain. Oh, and uh, there's nothing really we can do. Oh. And I said to her, how long have I got? Have I got five days, five weeks, five months, five years, 20 years? Mm. Thinking she'd say 15, 20 years. Mm. And she said, more like five months. Oh, my there's nothing we can do. We'll just look at palliative care. Oh, um, wow. And I went home and I probably cried for three days, but I was aware that I had gigs that weekend comedy gigs where i share the good news of jesus on the thursday the friday the saturday and sunday and i thought there's no way i can go out but i had a talking to myself and thought no i've been called to share the good news in good times and bad and i chose joy over sadness wow. and i went out and i did these gigs and i've been gigging ever since and i'm feeling great um i still have lots of scans i've had a few more procedures the cancer's still in my body but the last time we spoke to the oncologist, she said, look, it stopped growing. <laughs> so on. I can I can cope with that. I can Praise cope with God. stuff inside me as long as it's not doing me any harm. So I'm fit and well. And I, as I've been sharing my story, people have said, you need to write this down. We need yeah. to reach a lot of people with this inspirational story. Yeah, yeah. So a month ago, I started writing. And then three weeks later, it was all finished. And the book came out last week. And it's called The Last Laugh. Wow. reflections of a funny man with terminal cancer wow. and we're praising god that that's already going all over the world Fantastic. and encouraging people and it's making people laugh and cry i say with every book you need a packet issues yeah. but it's laugh and cry but just believe that god is in charge and uh, there's hope and inspiration in every situation well done well done that's incredible well i read that you uh, said never give cancer the last laugh Yes, I'm going to have the last laugh here. That's Praise why we called God. it that. I think it's a great title. Amen. I can say that because I didn't come up with it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve, we're all going to go one day, uh, whether it's today, tomorrow, or 10 years from now, and one day exactly. we're going to get into heaven. We're going to have that last laugh. Yes, because our God sent us Jesus, who is the descendant of Isaac. We mentioned earlier, Isaac's name means laughter. Come on.
Praise God. Brilliant. Good stuff. Steve, so um, this the, the this cancer, do you have any symptoms? You know, is, is it in any way bothering you? Not really. I mean, the immunotherapy killed my pancreas, so that's made me type 1 diabetic, so I have to take insulin. But apart from that, I'm not on any tablets or anything. Um, I'm doing doing well. Wow. I mean, it's been interesting. I've been on all sorts of things, but uh, even that God can work through. I was on um, steroids in the summer because it gave me colitis, which was horrible. Yes, so I was on some very, very high-level steroids, gradually came off them. And uh, one of the side effects, I was sweating profusely, um, particularly on stage because under very hot stage lights mm. in venues. And I went to a church in the West Midlands in the UK and I said to them, you need to have some electric fans on stage to cool me down. Mm-hmm. But I was still very, very hot. So I said, can you open all the doors and the windows, which they did? And we had a great night. And the pastor wrote to me two or three weeks later saying, just let you know because the doors and windows were open. A lady was walking past the church with her son. She heard all the laughter. <laughs> she came in. She loved the show. Oh, came to church the following day. She's been coming ever since. Jeez. So you think that God can use any situation, oh, even these God. sad, bad, terrible ones. Even sweaty, and, sweaty uh, moments, eh? <laughs> absolutely. So my sweating has brought a woman and a son to church. Praise God. You know, this is so encouraging, Steve, and this is what I pick up from our conversation. God can use any situation and every situation because he is in control. You know, you, you mentioned the word depression earlier. Have you in any way suffered any form of depression through this whole experience? Not at all. Not at all. I said to people, listen, I'm in a win-win situation. If I get cured, if I get healed, then I've won. And I'm here for years with my family and friends and still on the road. And if I go to be with Jesus, then I've won. So I can't be sad about that, really. Amen. Amen. Do you fear death? Not in the slightest. And why is that? I know where I'm going. I just have this deep assurance that Jesus came to this earth to set us free and to give us the most wonderful life. He said, I've come to give you life, life in all its fullness. And uh, I feel I'm experiencing that. And having having a diagnosis where you've got five months to live certainly puts things into perspective. And um, obviously, I, well, at the time of recording, it's December. So um, I've beaten the five months anyway. So every day is a bonus for me. Praise God. Amen. And I just want to use every opportunity with the book, The Last Laugh. It's available on Amazon globally, whichever country people are in people buy them for me at gigs and just sharing that good news you know it's a story of hope and heart and human humanity and it's so exciting amen and some of that hope i dare say is healing the bible says by the wounds of jesus we have been healed Uh, you know um somebody else listening up steve has cancer or has a, a terminal condition what's your word to them i would say don't give up and reach out to jesus reach out to jesus amen Well, Steve, it's been wonderful chatting with you today on The Reality. You are showing the reality of Jesus in your life and experience. And we trust that God will continue to use you mightily uh, on stage and off to share this good news. Thank you for joining us on The Reality. What an encouragement to speak to Steve Legg today, somebody facing the certainty of terminal cancer. But we trust the Lord in His grace and His power will bring healing to Steve and his family. Yet, I was so encouraged by Steve's statement, joy over sadness. Even in our trials, even in our difficulties, we can have the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is our strength. 
Speaking with Steve Armistar encouraged my how he uses escapology to testify to the new life that we have in Jesus Christ, how the Lord frees us from the bondage of sin and the evils that captivate us. Well, we quoted from Romans chapter 3 earlier. I'd like to read that scripture again, if I may. Romans chapter 3, reading from verse 23 to 25. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in His grace freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed His life, shedding His blood. Just as we read there, it says everyone has sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says the wages of sin, the consequence of the sin, is death, this evil, this wrongness in our lives. The stuff that holds us down, that binds us like a straitjacket. But the promise here is that Jesus freed us from the penalty of this straitjacket. We can escape from that straitjacket if we call upon the name of the Lord. Jesus was tied to the cross, just as as Steve was tied up in a straitjacket and hung upside down on a crane, and he escaped using his skills and his ability to get out of that straitjacket. Jesus, in a sense, was tied and bound to the cross when he died for us. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death, and so Jesus did die. Physically, he died for you and for me. He was tied to the cross. But in his power and by the grace of God and the Holy Spirit, Jesus did not remain dead. He escaped from the straitjacket of the tomb. He rose from the dead. Now that's the good news. And because of the shedding of the blood of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we can be freed from that bondage, that stuff that binds us and holds us tight if we call upon the name of the Lord. Listen to what it says in Romans chapter 10, and I'm reading from verse 8 to 10 and then down to verse 13. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Verse 13, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You, my friend, can be freed from that straitjacket. You can be freed from those chains and that bondage by calling upon the name of the Lord. The stuff that holds us down and binds us in life. If we call upon the name of the Lord, we shall be saved. Believer, Christian, perhaps you're listening to this this testimony today and you think, well, I have called upon the name of the Lord. I believe that Jesus died and rose again and I confess him to be Lord of my life. And yet I've got bondage in my life. I've got stuff that holds me tight. Jesus also said, come to me, all who are weary and burdened or bound up and I will give you rest. I will give you peace. We can turn to him today. Whatever your circumstance, whether you're facing a terminal disease, just as Steve is facing. Or perhaps you're just facing difficulty in life, financial need. Perhaps your marriage is on the rocks. Maybe you have difficulty and strife at work or in church. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Come to him if you're weary and burdened. The Bible says he will give you rest. He will give you joy over your sadness. I asked Steve if he was afraid of death. He said a categorical no. Why? Because in the Bible it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55, says, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? You see, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you come to know the life of God. Jesus is called the way, the truth, and the life. Call upon the name of the Lord, and you can declare with Steve Legg today, 
Death, where is your sting? Indeed, joy over sadness. If you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. Do contact me by email, dudley at surereality.net. If you'd like some prayer, email me, dudley at surereality.net. The Reality is produced by Surreality, a listener-supported radio ministry. Please consider supporting this ministry by becoming a vision partner. Visit our website, surereality.net, and click on the menu option, Become a Vision Partner. So it is from me, Dudley Anderson, to you, wishing you well and joy over your sadness. God bless. Bye.